0: All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to One Month at a Time with Nick and Sean. Welcome to our new podcast. We actually decided to start from scratch. We're doing an episode from month to month with me and Sean. So we're going to give this a trial run and see how it goes, but we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics. So y'all make sure to tune in, and I hope you guys enjoy the topics that we talk about. So what do we
1: got first? Well, Nick, let's... uh let's first talk about some music. You know, I think music plays a substantial part in everybody's life from, you know, the teenage girl's first breakup to the, the teenage guy's first gym workout where he finds that real hit that just helps him get that blood pumping. Uh, at, you know, you can trace music back to every substantial part and important thing in our life to where you hear that one thing and there's a certain song playing, uh, there's a song you play when a family member's died. Um, a song you've played for birthdays. You know, I mean, there's literally a birthday song. It's all about music. Uh, I mean, there's so many types. I mean, there's literally the first song at weddings. So that song when you first knew that you fell in love with that one person, the, the one that would always be there. Um, I mean, I think music's an important important part of life. It's It's helped me through a lot, and I'm sure it's helped you through a lot. I know for a fact that it's helped you through a lot. Um, and I think that everybody out there can agree on that. And, um, I mean, there's different genres, different types. I mean, there's country. That's one of my favorites. And then you got rock, uh, classic rock, which is, you know, considered old now, but eighties, nineties, come on, Led Zeppelin, uh, the Eagles, you've got ACDC, You've got Guns N' Roses. You've got so many bands that were good. You've got Queen. You've got Pink Floyd. I mean, so many bands that were great. Um, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. And then, I mean, some people are just rediscovering them today. And then you've got, you know, the scene music, or also referred to as emo, uh, you know, Fallen in Reverse, My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, all these bands that, you know, some of us listen to. I know that I listen to pretty much everything I've named so far I've listened to growing up from, you know, a very young kid very young age. Um, I grew up listening up to pretty much all that. I'm very diverse in music. I've even listened to rap, but I'm one of those few cases where there's certain new rap that I like, but it's very far and few in between. Um, me, you go back to rap, you want to know something that was a really, really big point in my life was seventh grade math class through probably 12th grade math class. Uh, I was homeschooled for that part, you know, uh, and whenever I had a struggle, uh, my mom was my teacher, and we are a lot alike, so we would fight. And we created these things called The Four Stops. And the biggest one that actually helped me recite that song all the way was, uh, All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something. Because a hold of course, holding me tightly. Flows well, like, like a harpoon, harpoon daily, daily and nightly. nightly. Whatever, stop, I yo. Don't I don't know. Turn off the lights, and I'll glow. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's something that got me and her through the struggles of math and, and, and learning through that textbook was we would stop and we would do that and it would be it'd be that or it would be stop in the name of love or the um, stop. Him a time. Oh. oh, oh. And I mean, there's just different things. And, it, and, it, and what it did is it relieved the tension of – of the problems in the air and it it gave us a moment to just relax and remember what everything is truly about and just to laugh before we go back into it and we get back into it and our heads would be focused and we'd be good. But anytime we'd get stressed out, we'd do that. And so I I think that music is very important in life and that without it, life would be a lot harder. If you didn't have that heartbreak or that, that, that one thing that happened that really affected you in life, and you couldn't just go to your room and put on your headphones and, and, and play that one song on repeat 10,000 times. Or you couldn't go, go outside and go to your car and roll the windows down and drive down a, an old back road with the music blaring up, you know, just professing all the feelings that you can't get out into words through that song. I, I just think that music is a, an amazing and wonderful thing. What about you? As
0: an artist myself, I follow in the uh, hip-hop genre Because that's where I'm good at I've never been good at the, uh, the singing portion I've always been good at the rapping portion But a lot of rap I listen to is subconscious Like conscious rap Like, I might listen to Drill here and there But I like talking or hearing about real subjects Like, you know, I listen to NF I like g Easy song, Time, or the I Wanna Be Myself like I listen to some sad songs, I listen to happy songs, but I like hearing songs that I can relate to or something makes me feel good. That's what I do for rap. When it comes to rock, I you know there's some songs that I like that are just like oh they just sound so good. Like the Wrong Side of Heaven, that's a good song for me. Or Citizen Soldiers, good song for me. Or the one you showed me, I'm not a vampire. That's something to just get in all into. Just and music, even people that don't listen, like people that don't make music. You still sing along in the car. I mean, Brandon and Matt, they don't sing, these two guys I know, but they'll listen to and they'll jam along with Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. That song, yeah, everybody I mean, does it. I mean,
1: and, and that's what music was created for, right? It, it, yeah. It's not just an outlet for for the singer to get it out. It, it, it's to, to help the, the people that are listening to it. I mean, how many times have you gone on a road trip and you've jammed out to... To, to queen or, or or uh pretty much anything and you just you know you're in a bad mood but then a song comes on and you jam out to it and you feel better exactly that happens a lot
0: and you know girls and guys you know girls you might go listen to a song like by taylor swift about heartbreak or you know this guy screwed you over guys we might go listen to Whit larry or go listen to somebody else to do that or you might get your mind off it but by listening to like you know like queen we will rock you and just start getting into it you know there's songs that could lift you up when you're down and there's songs that you know that if you like listen to sad music you can listen to that that can make you feel better i don't know sometimes that makes me feel better but even way before that you know before iphones there was iPod Touches, there's iPod Nanos,
1: CD players, hip clips, cassette tapes, vinyl records. There was always a way of music. Music, Music's been in our blood and our history for as long as anybody can remember. Marching bands. Marching bands. You go back to to old times where you've got, you know, Rome and all this, and they they did, you know, more opera style. Or you go back to even uh, Viking times. I mean, you look at Viking times, there's literally Norse Viking songs that are just about heartache and pain or about the warrior meant to overcome everything in his life and 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 they're just stories i mean that's all music is it's songs are stories of somebody's life and if they're not songs of somebody's life they help breathe life into somebody yeah it might not
0: necessarily be about my life but it can maybe resonate to your life or maybe it can help you what you're going through or maybe it can put you in a better mood than you were, you know, get you upbeat. Like, you know, you go to a club, you listen to music. You sit in the car, you listen to music. You're hanging with friends at a party, you're going to listen to music. There's not a day that goes by that I haven't woken up sometime during that day and listen to music. There's always music there, even if it's an orchestra I mean I love like the other day I was just sitting and listening to Beethoven. <laughs> I mean I mean come on who who really does that guys? He's just weird.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm just messing with you. Just beautiful. I love the my favorite
0: instrument and I remember was uh, the piano. And I remember there was a story that I watched when I was a kid uh, in school. It was about this guy telling his daughter not to go out of the yard because there was a wolf that was in the woods. Every time the wolf would come, there was this French horn that was really low and it'd play and go, every time the wolf was around. It wasn't Little Red Riding Hood, it was another story. But there was a fence to keep the kid in the yard. And Mm -hmm. the kid eventually got out, met the wolf, whatever. But French horn was one of my favorite instruments, along with pianos, the guitar, the acoustic guitar, the electric guitar. I mean, there's just so many beautiful instruments. My mom, she has nothing to do with music, but in high school she played the flute. That's still music. So even though my mom, who doesn't really do much with music at all, she still listens to music in the car. She'll listen to old country. She'll listen
1: to like some rap, depending on what it is, but mostly country. Let's be honest, guys. If you listen to country and you haven't jammed out to Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks, are you even country? I mean, come on. Even if you don't listen to country, you probably know what Margaritaville is. It's
0: five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, like those songs, anybody that's not even a country
1: listener knows those songs. It's just, they're mile marks throughout people's life. I mean, you grow up from the 2000s, the 90s, the 80s. And, and you go back to that one pinnacle point in your life. You're 16, sitting in your room with your best friend, singing uh, songs in your hairbrush by a queen. Uh, nowadays, it's Taylor Swift or uh, Selena Gomez. or um, You know, for some girls, it's still Lady Gaga. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lady Gaga's awesome. She's great. But, you know, uh, I listen to so much music and I love all of it. But I want to share with you guys one of the songs that I listen to sometimes when I first get to work in the morning, especially uh, the recent job I've been on. Uh, I'll, I'll pull out my phone, I'll pull out my Bluetooth speaker, and I'll play it as high, as loud as I can. Because it's one of those songs that just when you, you, you hear it, you gotta sing along, and it just gets you pumping, you know? You just know. And, it, and it, it's just something that kind of hits you in your feels. So, that being said, um, for all you younger folks who do listen to this uh keep in mind you probably don't know this band but it's called four non-blondes and it's the song what's up and i'm just gonna play a little snippet from it so you guys uh you guys know what it is but it is uh something that really gets me pumping up in the morning lately
0: that i really do like that
1: and and, and it's just a snippet of it um but i mean that's that's one of those things that you know i i I play it first thing in the morning because you can relate to it you know like like it says i mean it is it's it's one of those songs where you're literally screaming at the top of your lungs but i mean the lyrics say it itself it's it's like uh and so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out what's in my head. And I, I'm feeling a little peculiar. And 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 I think it speaks something that all of us know. I mean, how many times do you just, when you're listening to music, it's something that you're feeling in your head. And nine times out of ten, I don't know, you're laying in, if you're in the house, you're laying in your bed listening to music.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can listen to music when you're angry, when you're sad, you're happy, you can use music to change your mood, or maybe if you just feel like listen to music. We all have different types of music, not even just American-style music. Me and Sean were bumping out in the car one time the Irish drinking music on the way back from the mall.
1: Not, not just Irish drinking music. For example, I, and I played him one of the songs, uh, Irish and Scottish war music. Uh, there, was one, there was mornings where I was driving two and a half hours to work, and I'd have to be there every morning. And I'd get there, you know, about thirty minutes early, so I can, you know, get my bearings together before having to go in because it's having to wake up really, really early. Um, and I would come in the last, like, I'll play a little bit of music, whatever. The last hour to, to to help keep me awake, as well as get my blood pumping and ready for the day. I would play Irish and Scottish war music along with uh, Irish and Scottish drinking music because. You look at them and you dissect those lyrics and it's not, it's not just, oh, let's grab a bob and drink. Let's get wasted. Come on, donkey. Get to it. No, it's, it's about adventures that people have been on. And it's about the stories of that brave warrior who's, who's, who's done what needs to be done to, to save, you know, what they're fighting for, to save their land, to save their country. Or, or to get that, you know, that feeling of getting that warrior pumped. That's what a lot of uh, Irish war and Scottish war songs were. Were getting, getting them pumped, and and it was all about feeling it and remembering what you're fighting for. And I mean, there's something about that that I've always been intrigued about, and that's always pumped me up. And and I, I have very strong Scottish and Irish heritage. Um, I mean, I have it right now. I've only got one tattoo. But it is a, uh, a Celtic shamrock, and it's got Gaelic inside for what it actually represents. It stands for faith, hope, and love. So in Gaelic, I got faith, hope, and love, one inside each pedal. And, um, you know, I've got my next five or six planned out once I get the money aside. And they're all going to be towards that. But, like, I've, I've, I've dove into my heritage, and uh, it's something that I, I, I take pride in and I enjoy. But, I mean, it, it connects you through that music, though. I mean, it's 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 like being there, even though you weren't. Exactly,
0: and that'd be good for the gym too. Oh my gosh, listen to that at the gym. Oh, I mean,
1: oh. I've done that so many <laughs> times. I mean, there's certain ones that you just hear it, and there's there's some that are combined where it's just uh, Irish folk songs. It's not even drinking. It's not even war specific. It's it's just folk songs that are uh, a funny story. Uh, for example, one one talks about how. A husband, um, keeps coming in after drinking and one night and whatnot and he'll come in and every night and he noticed something different. And he's like, well, why is this done? Or why is this that? Uh, or why did that get put there? Um, and all the time there's the one thing he doesn't notice is she keeps saying, oh, well, my mom brought that over. My mom did this or this is, was, was here. We we're just cleaning up. And the one thing he didn't notice was that his best friend. Was sleeping with with the girl, but I mean, and you and you listen to it, and you're like, you know, you're not even that traditional sense of mad. Whoa, he just slept with his best friend's girl. It's it's this is funny because he doesn't realize it, and the signs are so obvious, and it's just it's just something that makes you laugh,
0: right? And that's the thing, like. Every music, majority, like 90% of it has a message, and you might not even catch it. I mean, there's some songs that I've listened to that I had to go back and listen to because I missed some words, or I mispronounced words. Like, uh, let's just say, there's a song, I can't remember what it's called, but it's in the Strangers movie, and they looped it, that one part, and it sounds like she's saying this summer, this summer, and they put effect on it, but that's not what she's saying at all. If you go and listen to the real song, she actually says another word. But then I could tell where they clipped it and looped it and added effect on it. So, I mean, music's always a part of everything you do. Music is in movies. It's in TV shows. It's in our day-to-day lives. I mean, it's always going to be a part of it. It doesn't matter what music you listen to. I don't care if you listen to gospel, country, rap, rock, uh, music in your own country. I don't care. I mean, there's like, like you said, there's music for everything. You go to weddings, they got their own music. They're playing on an organ. They have all this orchestra. That, I mean, there's all this stuff marching bands, all this. Heck, even at funerals, you're playing Amazing Grace, Bad Pipes, uh, Temporary Home, songs like that at funerals, you know. So music will always be a part of it. But Sean falls more into the country rock category uh, when it comes to making
1: it. Uh, yes, I do dabble in a little bit of songwriting. I'm not gonna say it's good uh, a lot of it tolls from personal parts of my life and just uh, some of it from just things I've experienced throughout life uh, and uh, I believe that Nick has one of the one of the so-called songs that I have written uh, it is not really good It hasn't really gotten a tune together yet it's just somewhat lyrics of kind of something that always runs through I know a lot of guys had that I know a lot of friends of mine, who've had this you know, thing happen to them, and it's, and it's hard, and you can't help but think about it. Um, and I believe, I think he was wanting to dissect some of those lyrics. So I'm not good at singing it,
0: and I've never really been good when it comes to country singing, so I might just read it,
1: because I am not good at singing at all. What do you think about that, reading it? I think that's fine. I think it's perfectly <clears> fine <throat> to read it. Uh, like I said, guys, I'm not a professional writer. I write stuff... Uh, whenever I get in that mood, I will write some. I've got the one he's got. I've got two lines to another one that's kind of based off of a uh, another one that I've got about a, about six or seven, six to eight lines on. Um, and I think he's wanting to dissect those too, or at least read them to you and see what you guys think. But uh, don't get it twisted. My reading
0: is not going to do his singing to a justice. So just be fair warning. We you know like you say he's not a professional songwriter and I'm not a professional reader and I don't know the tone of the song or the instrumental you could do that excuse me with any song like go to your friend and hand them a song that's been created before just any song like just the lyrics just the lyrics don't bring them the beat nothing just and let them read it and then play the song yeah
1: they're, they're gonna hear it in their head and you play the song and they'll be like oh that's completely either they're gonna be like that's completely exactly what I was hearing or
0: they're not gonna know exactly they'll guess it with their own tone and then they'll
1: listen to it and they're like that's not how it is at all and with, with that being said, i i did write this but i don't even know the tone i have an idea as i'm writing it kind of it what it might be but i don't know until i hear what it's played for and i have other friends that play i'm not that talented i cannot play but i can write and so i get together with some friends and they'll they'll actually play it and uh and we'll come up with it and i plan on actually doing that with a friend um stay tuned for the next couple months i have a friend of mine uh kevin who and i quote wants to get drunk and do sea shanties um and i said you know what why not let's do let's do some sea shanties man what is that sea shanties you know uh there once was a sailor that come to be Oh yeah. That yeah, is. yeah, yeah. It's all over TikTok and Instagram now. It's blown up. It's 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 an old sailor tradition. Yeah.
0: I wonder what it have been like to be on a pirate ship or a sailor or anything. Or me Mitty. You've yet to find out. Breaks my heart that Blackbeard's actually from England, not even from oh, North come Carolina. On. That broke my heart. I read that in the museum, and I was so mad. I was like, I thought Blackbeard was all North Carolinian. I was about to claim that, but then they're like, oh, he's from England. Oh like, me, cousin Blackbeard.
1: He come back to the reunion.
0: <laughs> Davy Jones's locker, baby. So I guess I'll get into reading this and see if I could do this somewhat justice and not butcher it too much. Have you ever wondered what it's like if you could never love? Yeah, I'll sit back and think about it. What would it be like if you could never love? How cold-hearted would it be? Why does it sound like I'm rapping it? Like I told you guys, I'm a rapper, so leave me alone. Do you ever dream about what happened when y'all made up? Mm, I never did think about that. I never thought, like, would the relationship be better? Would we actually be in a relationship? What would she think? These are just things that run through my mind. Oh, these are just a couple of things that run through my mind. Sorry. You pinched it in there. So, yeah, that... You know, there's a lot of things that run through your mind when you come in that situation where it's like, okay, if we do make up, like, is she still going to be distant? Is she going to treat me like a friend? Is she going to treat me like a lover? Is she going to care for me? What is going to be the point of this? As I'm down another, as I down another drink, is that you? Right there, you? Yeah. I start, you. I started to think about her. Okay the U part got me confused. No, no, it's yeah. Yeah, okay. As I down another drink, yeah, I started to think about her. Okay. So, a lot of guys, they do go to the bar and they if they're having relationship problems with girls, they do like to drink their problems a lot. It's very common, especially in manly men. No offense to the feminine men.
1: Snowflakes. <laughs> it's the small
0: <laughs> things that stick in my head. Yeah. A lot of guys keep it in their head. They don't really like to speak of them too much about it. Once again, sorry, snowflakes.
1: You want me to read Light it? the way her
0: hair blows in the wind. Mm-hmm. And uh, was that? Or the way the sun
1: shines on her skin. Sounds like "Lone Stars." I'm already there when the
0: <laughs> sun shines in your hair, instead of on the skin.
1: Or the or that look in her eye as she stares at the night sky.
0: She stares at the night sky. Okay. Get me wondering why. Why did I do what I did? Okay. Why did you do what you did? Do you know why you did what you did? Uh, I think every man knows why, but doesn't want to admit it. Well, you're not going to lie. It says right here, not going to lie. <laughs> what is this part? It's making me cry. Mm-hmm. It's making me cry. Sorry. It's hard reading read your handwriting.
1: Yeah, guys. This is a really uh, sloppy, like, two in the morning writing. So... Thank God you weren't drunk, it'd probably be worse. Because <laughs> things
0: shouldn't be like this. And I don't have my glasses on because I took my contacts off, so I ain't doing myself
1: justice either. Oh, if, if it makes it easier, I can read it, read it and you can dissect it line by line. If you Sounds like. good, yeah. Gives me time to think it through. <laughs> I drown one more as I walk to
0: the door. I gotta hurry to make things right. So does that mean like you're trying to go to her door or is she at your door?
1: As I, I, I drown one more as I walk to the door. As in, you know, I walk into the door to the bar, and it's got to hurry to make things right. So People you're leaving are, the bar. So you're yeah. downing it, putting it on the counter, and walking out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wipe the tears from my eyes as I pull into her drive, and I walk out into her front porch. knock on her door, Then on comes the light, and I hear the click of the door. And all of a sudden, I'm not nervous anymore. Because it's her.
0: She's standing at the door, not her daddy. (laughs) Answered. That's why you're not nervous because it
1: ain't her daddy. It's her. Uh, I saw her face peeking out the door. I said, (laughs) "Baby, I'm sorry. I don't want to fight no more. I've seen my life without you, and it don't look right." Um, And that, and that to me was a moment. It's a moment of realization. Of, I think that most guys, when when it is the one that they come to after getting into that one of those fights. And they do go to the bar and they come back and and they start to think about things and how their life would be if, if they weren't if they weren't together, if they if they didn't, you know, get back together. Right. Uh, they 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 realize, you know, life wouldn't be the same. Hopefully it'd be better. Depend depends on the situation, yes. Um Do you have any any thoughts on that? mm. All right. I promise to love you for the rest of my life. I can't live without you there by my side. In a matter of words, I was wrong and you were right. So I pulled out a ring and I got down on that knee and I said, Baby, will you marry me? She said, Yes. As she ran out the door, I told her, Don't worry, I won't drink anymore. And five years later, we're as happy as can be. Two kids in the backyard, we made ourselves a family. That's better than any drink you could ever make me. That's my wife, and this is my life. Sounds like a good Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> yeah, I came into a, I'm not good at reading, man. Like, I'm good at reading, but like when I'm reading lyrics that I write, like, because I don't know the tune, so when I sing it, it's not going to sound right in my head. Yeah, like if we had an instrumental, and like, you listened. I could, and I, could straight up, I, could, I could straight up sing, sing you
0: one of these other ones right now. If you were have seen this, it would have been a different story. Like you yeah. are we saying, like he's reading it, so it's not going to have the same effect.
1: And it doesn't help that the goofball next to me is looking at me all funny. And saying it's a Dr. Seuss story. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this one is one I wrote about 10 o'clock one night after getting off a phone call with someone and uh, talking to my friend about it. And we, we were talking about how life is going. Um, and and how... how problematic things with women can be sometimes and and uh and and i don't want to get into the full thing right now uh that'll be a, a, another topic we talk about in the next podcast uh we'll talk about a little bit more about that but let's just go ahead and get on to the lyrics it's uh we want to play the game with our hearts wide open till we see until we see them on the, on the ground all broken we put ourselves through pain and heartache just for a glimpse of happiness then we drown our sorrows in the bottle that's become so familiar. And sip after sip, that pain fades away. So you keep on drinking, hoping you'll forget her name. For the time you kissed her in the rain. And you find yourself thinking of the way that sun hit her face. So you down another shot and give that bottle all you got. And that's the rest of the lyrics because I ain't right no more. <laughs> that
0: was good. See, that that's a different feeling and that's like you singing a little bit but if like we were in the booth and you were actually singing, see, that's low singing but if you really like went in and was really singing it for a song... Then, yeah, but it still gave me a singing feeling, and that last part was good.
1: And, and the hardest part for me is uh, a lot of these I come up with when I don't have something to write down. And I, so I'll sing it, and I'll be in the car. I'll be even in the shower, and, I, and it comes into my head, and I'll sing it, and I'll make it up as I'm going. And by the time I get to paper, it just doesn't sound the same. It doesn't, and I can't remember exactly. So, like, that one, I, I, I kind of start to rewrote, rewriting a little bit. Um, and it's literally two lines just two lines (laughs) and i literally think i did this at six o'clock in the morning before i woke up and got ready for work um and and i can't even read my handwriting sometimes like what is it oh okay i got you actually i lied this is from last night when i was sleep deprived uh and i got two lines before i went to bed right not two lines of coke i wish too light now.
0: Mm, I love it.
1: I like it. I love it. I want, I want some, some more, more of, of it. it. Cocaine, so, so hard. hard, I can't rise above it. Nah. <laughs> uh, as I sit here in this daze, I sit here for days. I drink away this pain and this heartache. I take shot after shot. As I finish off another bottle, and that's literally all I got before I passed out.
0: <laughs> Sean has the old like country singing, like the old country singing. Like, yeah, a lot of new cats try too hard, like to sound like Dylan Scott or sound like Scotty McCreary or Josh Turner. That's what the new Example, guys want to sound Chris like. Chris
1: Stapleton is one of my favorite newer country singers because he brings that old time. You listen to Tennessee Whiskey, you listen to Fire Away. Any of his songs, uh, "Starting Over," that's a really good song, right? Uh but I mean, he brings back that old feel. But even like, it, it's it's an older nostalgic feel than it is even listening to Garth Brooks or um, um, I, Brooks and Dunn is good too, right? And they've been they've been around for a while.
0: My favorite album by them is Dirt Road, mm-hmm. Red um, Dirt
1: Road, and you've got uh. I mean, you've got so many that are, that are good that, I, that I, I love, but, like, I'm not the biggest fan of new country music because it's not country. It's really just pop with, with a little, like, uh, there's, there's one chick, uh, Kelsey, not, not, not Kelsey Ballerides, the one who did the CMAs and pretty much showed up naked uh, with a guitar. Uh, Kelsey Musgroves, Oh. Uh. Or Musgraves. Uh, and, and, like, her song wasn't even country. It was, it was freaking Taylor Swift. 100 100%, 100%. It was Taylor Swift, but she's done a country song or two, so she's a country artist, but not gets put on the country station, but you know what? I heard it on the pop station too. Right? And that's the thing like
0: most of these cats like newer country, they have stuff in them like, you know, Ryan Upchurch is really good, but he's also he admits he dabbles in hip hop, which he's good at. He dabbles in country, but he he's a um, he's not a good example because, you know, he is a rapper and he's a country singer, so He's a versatile, but like somebody who's strictly in country, all the way. Some of them cats still have like hip hop things in there, like eight oh eights, eight oh eights, or they'll have like that snare going in there, and it just kind of ruins it. Like um, that was a song I played for Sean that you know this girl thought was country, but it's not. It's like hip hop, and it was uh, "Dirt Road" by Kid G. And I'm like, yeah,
1: it's literally just this teenager with a lifted truck. And don't get me wrong, guys, I don't have a problem with a lifted truck. I do have a problem with the dog squats and the excessive over-lighting and everything. And there is there there is country, there's a thing called yee-yee nation, right? Uh, that's one thing that I never really understood. I never really got the whole yee-yee. I never heard anybody say that until this generation. It's always been yee-haw. Yeah. Yee-haw motherfuckers. Right. Not yee-yee nation. Um, but I mean, t- like t- it, 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 it really does, but I can't judge anybody for that, but I can judge. And what bothers me is that a lot of these people getting these, these things that are their trucks lifted and lights they're they're getting it from mommy and daddy money and who, who haven't really worked hard in their life. I mean, I, I want a truck. Yeah. I want to get it lit. I wouldn't mind a little lift. So when I go out and, you know, do outdoor activities, Yeah. But I don't want a pavement princess that's got lights. And, I mean, and let's be honest, guys. You know, if you guys get easily offended, I'm sorry this is not the podcast for you. Because I will speak the honest truth. Um, Fords are gay. Unless you're, like, uh, you know, Thanks, a 94 gay. Ford Trucks. I'm gay. Ford Trucks. I drive a Ford he Fusion. Owns a, he's a basic white bitch. He, owns a, he, he
0: drives a, Ford, a white Ford Fusion. Because cars and trucks, to me, are not my thing. So, like, that's not what I dabble in. Like, most people dabble in cars and trucks. Like, give me what I can get. Like, I'll drive around in an Oldsmobile. I don't care. That's just...
1: Hey, we're going to get him a Volkswagen, guys. Uh, yeah. That's his dream His dream car. He wants a van. I want a Volkswagen Jetta, the oh, 1994.
0: Oh, my <laughs> I don't even care. I'll drive that thing around. As long as it gets me to point
1: A to point B, This all matters. But now That's that's good, guys. It really is good. But, I mean, as, as someone who works their ass off to get what they've got. I've got a deep patriot, and I love it.
0: I do. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of country and city. Like, I'm in the middle. He, he's
1: more city than he is country, but he does enjoy country things. Or me, and my, my family is city. Josh is the closest thing to country in my family, probably. Cameron likes to think he's country. No, nah, he's city. He lives he's in the city. city. He's a wannabe country, he's city. Uh, me, I can go both ways, but over the years, I've gotten more or less of... Yo, let's go out to the city and just like have fun. I mean, I get—I—I I was born in South Carolina, raised in Florida, then Virginia for a year, then North Carolina. And you go back, and I went—I was working at a paper mill in South Carolina for three months, and I had a South Carolina person call me a redneck. You know how funny that is when they're further down south than I am now, even though I was born there. They looked at me in my, and I, and I wear high vis fishing shirts because they were comfortable and it was like 104 degrees before it went to freezing cold. Right. And I would call show up in a camo shirt or a high vis fishing shirt. That looks like water. And I'd have my boots on and you know, uh, I had, I had a little cowboy hat and they'd be like, you are so redneck. And I'm like, and you're from South Carolina. And I was like, I was born in South Carolina, but raised in Florida and then primarily North Carolina. I said, and you're calling me redneck. A Florida South, but Florida country is not the same as North Carolina country. It's also not the same as South Carolina country. Or Georgia country. Georgia country. The few Georgia country people there are. There are quite a few. I will say that. But, I mean, you can look at the difference between Florida, North, pardon me, or North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia country. Right. They're completely different. You got... You got North Carolina country, it's oh let's do some Copenhagen. Gonna be my camo shirts, my spit cup, or spit bottle, my lifted truck, old box, shitbox box Chevy.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, the shitbox Chevy, and then a lot of them wear like uh, the Sperrys or what not when dockers they, when they
1: dress up, when they dress up to go to church, they wear they wear dockers or Sperrys and, 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 and pink shorts that go above the knee and a polo. And I can tell you for a fact that how many times have I gone out to go grab Chick-fil-A or grab something after a church on Sunday? And I go to church. I'm a Christian, 100%. Um, but yes, I do cuss. That's that's another time. We'll save that for later. But how many times have I gone out and, it, and, and you see seven chads? And it looks like somebody just pressed copy and print, copy and print. And then they go back and edit one thing.
0: Yeah, they'll wear like a Bass Pro Shop. I see this a lot, they'll wear a Bass Pro Shop hat, and then they'll have a Salt Life t-shirt that's like blue or white, and then they'll have like the blue or pink shorts, and they're cargo pants, but without the pockets on the side. Yes, I wear cargo shorts, but I have the ones with the side. Regular shorts. They don't have the shorts with the pockets on the side, they only have two, two on the sides, two on the back, and they're... Wearing them, they're like either blue or pink or tan, and then they'll wear Dockers or Sperry's or what are the other ones? Uh, they they look like hey dudes. I don't know hey dudes. But but, they're,
1: but, they're, like but the know. the funniest part, guys, is they're 16 years old, it's between 15 and uh 15 and 18 years old, and there's they're they're just getting all this from mommy and daddy money, and they're getting their jacked up trucks, and then they think they're something, and they want to poke fun of the people who I've been working since I was. I've been trying to work since I was fourteen. I've been working in jobs since I was fifteen, uh, yeah, about right under sixteen. And uh, I've tried to, you know, do that. I've been working in the trades for three years, and it's it's insane because it's like, dude, I work my ass off. I, there was times where I've worked seventy plus hours a week, out of state, doing school every other weekend. And you're gonna see here and poke fun at me for what I do have with the hard earned money that I got. Compared to what you and your mommy bought you. And a lot of kids are like this nowadays. Yeah. The, the, the fake country guys. Uh, and, and that's what they
0: call country with a K. Yeah, they'll, they'll wear like these uh, Ariats or Justins or whatever. Which there's War nothing brains. wrong with those. Those are good no. brands. But then you got the light blue jeans and then they got the they t-shirt the that's white. This long t-shirt looks like Eminem back in the day. And then they have that small little chain around their neck. And then they have that tiktok boy hair where it's like brown and then in the front it swoops up a little and then you
1: got that little chisel draw here's the thing guys chisel jaw chisel jaw uh here's the yeah, thing That's yep Kid G. I, i've been i've had a lot the of hate. um i had a girl once say that i was i was country but i was country with a k and i said well what the hell does that mean it means you're, you're 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 country but you're not really country and you want to be I'm like, what the hell do you mean? I want to be country? They're like, well, you think you are, but you're really not. And and, and I'll show Nick right here. This is the picture they're talking about. This is me in my work, in one of my, uh, in one of my work clothes. Do and, you look like a construction worker? Well, I mean, I'm an electrician. What? what, what <laughs> but no, but I'm. Wear- doesn't
0: look fake country or that country with a K. What
1: the- but I don't know if it's because they're talking about because my I have a camo case, camo hat. But I mean, they they said that picture. They said you look country with a K you look like you want to be country but you're not really now tell, tell me this what was your response is that is that country with a k or is that country that's country that's called rednecking all right there's a picture of me in a camo bathing suit backwards fishing hat you know you know it's mazioke oak orange water fishing hat tattoo had a couple beers out at the pool licking a flamingo pool float's neck if that doesn't scream redneck to you, I don't know what does. And the thing is, a lot of kids
0: just wear these clothing. They don't actually go and do stuff. Like Shawnee actually goes and fish. He goes and hunt. He does get in water. He what is that? that I go kayaking. Suit, we put that. I put that suit on with the boots and I
1: walk through the yeah, water. Yeah, he, he put on some of uh, some uh, uh, different people call them different things. I call them uh I call them frog legs because you go in the water and it goes up to your chest. They're they're, they're called waiters. I call them frog legs sometimes um, because depending on which waters you go in, it feels like you got frog legs. Um, but I mean, I, I go kayaking, I go fishing, I go hunting, I got a crossbow, I, I you know, I got a lot, I, I
0: like to do what I, can, what I can do. And the man knows his country songs and artists. I'll go through and go on Spotify, I play any song, he'll name it correctly, and the artist. No joke.
1: 100% got to represent the country. Like, and that's not with a K. No, not with
0: a K. A <laughs> country with a K is for those fake rednecks.
1: And, and, you know, people will be like, well, you don't really sound... They're like, you sound country, but your voice doesn't sound country. And then I got other people like, dude, you've got the most southern accent I've heard. And I'm like, uh, for for a long time before I realized that I was country, back when we first moved to North Carolina, about a year, after, year and a half after being here, my brother's like, dude, you've got an accent. And I'm like, what the... What the hell are you talking about? I ain't got an accent. And he's like... You can hear it in specific words. Right. He said. He said when you say accent, you can hear it more. Say accent. Accent. Accent.
0: accent. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> See, people
1: people make fun of me though because there's some words where like you know, uh, I can't or, or say some stanima. phrases, huh?
0: I can't say stamina. I say stamina. Stamina. I say stamina instead of stamina. Stamina. I
1: put the m at the end instead of the N. See, and and like there's some things like uh, I'm just stupid. though. Some people will be like, they'll ask me for something. All right, I had a guy at work ask me something. I said, oh, it's over yonder, and pointed in the direction. He's like, what the hell is a yonder? I said, what do you mean, over what the there? hell is a yonder? I was like, somewhere yonder, over there. Over in the distance, over He's there. like, what's over there? I said, it's right next to yonder. And, 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 and he's like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, what, do you want me to give you exact directions? Go 10 feet forward, turn 3 feet to the left, keep walking. When you hit a pole, you've gone too far. It's called yonder. All right. <laughs> And, and he just looked at me like I was stupid, and I'm like, dude, you you live in the South? Yeah, it's North Carolina, but North Carolina is still the South.
0: Exactly. Like even Virginia, in some parts, is the South.
1: How many Southern people do you know that give directions by the street names? i had somebody to be like, well, what's the street name, woman? I don't know.
0: That's a. Yankee That's where thing.
1: the Bojangles is at. All right. If you if you want if you want to get to Target, turn right at the Bojangles. You go through two lights, turn left, you'll see a, a Pizza Inn and a Shitty Kitty, a.k.a. Food Lion is the real name, just so you know. I call it Shitty Kitty. Um, it's a North Carolina company. Did you know that? It's a Shitty Kitty. It was made in North Carolina? It's a Shitty Kitty. <laughs> it's a Shitty Kitty. Well, you at, weren't at, there so you know. Yeah, it's a Shitty Kitty. And uh, and I'll be like, then turn left, you'll see, uh, you'll see an Arby's at that intersection and a Chili's. And then uh, turn right into a parking lot, and you're right there at Target. And they'll be like, "Well, w- w- what are the street names? Can you tell me that?" Of girl, if you can't, if you can't figure it out based off the the landmarks that I just told you, you ain't gonna be figuring it out enough street names. I lived here how long? Right. Ten, ten years, and 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 they'll be like, "Oh, I'll just realize, man, I didn't know that was that what that street call. I know certain street names." All I'm right.
0: embarrassed for some people because, like, my sister, prime example. We were headed back to her house, and she was using a GPS to get back to her house. I said, "You've been living here." I don't even need a g- I don't need a
1: GPS to get to your house. I don't
0: even need a GPS to get to Megan's house either. Like, I'm so confused. Like, her and a guy I worked with, Hector, he did that to get to the Walmart, and the Walmart's literally down the street from his house. I'm so
1: embarrassed to how society is now. What? Once I've been there two or three times, I'm usually good. Yeah. When I'm coming back. I the only reason I do it because it's in the mornings when I go up. When I'm going to, to work this past month or so. I've been working in Moorhead City. I'd use GPS because I need to know how to get there and it's the morning I don't remember. No I matter mean, how time I drive it. On the way back though, it changed up my route. And so I'll go a different way. But once I get on sixty four or once I get in uh once I get towards the Bethel Greenville, by the uh by the sun energy. Yeah. I know exactly where I'm at. I don't need GPS anymore. I know if I if I turn right, keep going, I'm gonna hit sixty four west, I'm gonna get on it, and I'm there until I get to exit four sixty three. And I know where I'm at. You know, I know I know all that. But right. there's certain parts that I don't know where I'm at, so I'll use GPS. But anywhere in town, I can tell you how to get there. It may not make sense to you, but I can tell you
0: how to get there. Exactly. And then sometimes, you know, uh, I might go on a road that might I might not know, but then it might connect it to a road that I do know. I might have not have taken that way. Even now, like where I live now, I know how to get back to the house. I still use GPS, but once I get closer to it, I know which way I'll turn the GPS off. And I haven't lived in that area, but for like, what, two, a month or so? Just a month? two months, about a month, month and a half. Month and a half, yeah. So it's like, it's pretty bad that even I, I have never been in that area, and I didn't grow up in that area. Yeah, it's 40 minutes away, but I never lived or grew up in that area, and guess what? I still know it better than most locals. And the problem is, a lot of people, especially in Virginia, I've realized, because i lived there for five years. I lived on the western side, the mountains. No, it's not West Virginia. It's just called the western side of it. Nice try. Um some people don't explore. They don't even know half of the towns that are near them. I'm like, "It's only 30 minutes away, Goofus." Or they'll say like words like wash. Oh, I didn't wash my clothes or they say Shan Shandor or Shanador. And I'm like, "It's shanadoa. It sounds like from
1: Goofy speaking.
0: <laughs> Warsh. It's it's hillbilly speak it worse, got worse my clothes
1: well i mean if you think about it there's a lot of people here who are like oh uh 15 minutes is a uh, 15 30 minutes is a long drive and i'll be like guys if you really think about it all the things that you go and do in life it's really not a long drive i mean think about it you're going 15 minutes or 30 minutes and you're going to spend time with friends for a couple hours that's really not long people's patience have gotten so thin, it, thin. and then I, I was talking to a buddy about it and he's like man I saw him, that's like a 30 minute drive I was like how, how, how much of a difference is it from where you drive now he said well it's actually really not that much you're right and I'm like see and people don't think about it they're like oh 30 minutes is a long time all right if I want to go to Raleigh it's a 45 minute drive right to the to the main area Crafty Valley Mall all right I want to go to the beach at, depending on which beach uh Moorhead two and a half two out two and a half hours Alright, if I'm staying there for a long time, what's the, why not? I go to, I go to uh, visit family in Virginia for the weekend. It's a two and a half hour drive. I'm there for a weekend. It's really not that long, all things considered.
0: No, but if I say, hey, pack your bags, y'all, let's go to, let's go to Disney World, y'all be all aboard that.
1: Yeah, even though it's a nine hour drive. Right. You know, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's just one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I realize that we are so off topic but. Talking about connected roads uh, Let's talk about unconnected roads In terms of how fast we dropped The music conversation uh, And I don't even remember what sparked that drop uh, Country, like fake country Country, country music, genres Talking about country music I think I'm pretty
0: much good with the music portion Unless oh, yeah. if there's anything else you want to touch upon it. Oh,
1: I mean, there's a lot I want to touch up on Including you, big boy uh, no, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> uh, one thing you guys re- will re- realize is that I have a sense of humor, and it may not be to your liking. And if you do not have that liking, I have the likings to tell you to get off my podcast. Um, He's right. In all seriousness, guys, if you can't take it, you can't take it. That's fine. Don't try and be like, oh, no, he said something that offended me. Let's cancel culture him or or, or, or let's, you know, try and get him, you know, reported. You know, none of that, none of that stuff. Because, I mean, it's just ridiculous. There's no need to do it. It's, if you don't it, like it, get off of it. Exactly. If you don't like it, get off my dick, Dirty Dan. Pinhead, Larry? All right, so what's the next topic we got? Um, I believe uh, the next thing we were wanting to talk about was uh, streaming.
0: Okay. Um, All right, so we're going to jump into the topic about streaming. I don't know why I stuttered there. So he was just telling me there's a new skin in Warzone that's Ghostface. I don't know much too much about that because I don't really play or stream like that. Y'all all used to stream. Brent Rowland was telling me one time like two months ago that he wanted to start like a streaming house.
1: I, I used to stream um because of work. Now I don't really do it as much. Uh, I've got other things going on in life, but uh, I mean, you guys are more than welcome to go check out my stream. For whatever chance that I am on, uh, I think I'm at twenty nine followers. But it's uh, gunning for laughs. Uh, I, I stream Warzone. That's all I stream. That's all I really play when I do play. Um, man, I was going strong for a while there. Uh, you guys can also go follow uh, Crazy Porkchop. Be part of Crazy Nation. He's uh, my Canadian bacon friend. Um, no, in all seriousness, he's he is Canadian. He's uh we. There's a, there's a group of us that you know we come real real close in the through that game and. Uh, He started streaming because I couldn't because I had an Xbox. Now he's, like, you know, making money off of it and streaming. He's got a whole PC monitor, everything, a nice setup. And uh, it's become something that, you know, he didn't think he would ever do that he ended up loving. Uh, I think that if streaming is your passion, there's a lot of people do it. If it's your passion and you're willing to take it seriously, go for it, man. You can make a lot of money. Um, Find your crowd. Find what you want to do. Do you want to be serious? Uh, Do you want to be all about laughter do you want to be about hey you know just a a family For example one of my favorite streamers is uh sweet Tales. and she's all about family and i'm part of her community and uh you know there's a on wednesday nights there's a you you guys play together you you know play teams versus each other in warzone and it's and it's fun and but it's all about building family and i've met a couple people in there that are that are really cool um and I just think if, if it's something you're into and you want to look into it, look into it. Um, I can help you in certain ways. Uh, I will be setting up an email here shortly, and uh, we will post that or, or, or provide it at the end of the podcast. Um, and if you guys want logo design, just let, let us know. Um, I do logo designs. I've created my own. I've created it for some other people. He's uh, creating the logo for this podcast. I am. I created the logo for uh, Crazy Pork Chop for my other friend Ash for uh, for my one of my brothers. I, you know, I made I've made a bunch of logos for uh, for people gaming. I've had some requests.
0: Well, he's got a logo for a brand that he's thinking about starting, but we ain't gonna get into that yet. No, or no we're gonna wait until he gets that off the ground first. But yeah, he's made logos for that too. He's made logos for a lot of different things from stuff he wanted to do, logos for just fun. Logos for this podcast, logo for a lot of things. So if you want a logo, just go to him.
1: Yeah, just just email me. Uh, we'll release that email at the end of the podcast. Um,
0: so if y'all want any uh, logos or if you have any questions about a topic that we talked about or if there's something you want us to talk about, then we'll give you the email address at the end and I'll say it slow for people. So. They can write it out, and because we're not gonna have any social media platforms of it in, unless if this blows up. Yeah, this is just the audio-only podcast. We don't do visuals. It just makes it easier that way. So that's uh, pretty much what I was thinking. But we're about to talk a little bit more about like equipment and stuff in just a moment. So what I'm trying to say is like you don't need like the top tier equipment to start streaming not at all not at all my buddy yeah he had some good equipment but he was like well i needed a streaming pc i'm like look dude like you're fine with what you got you have all this cool stuff like you're in the corner people can see you while you're playing the game they can see the game they can see the thing around your screen you can pause the game and have a timer and whatever song you want playing behind it i mean you just got all this stuff that most people starting off don't have you're fine I mean, he reached his goal of 70 followers, and he ended up starting getting a little bit paid from it, but he was like, well, it's not a lot of money. I'm like, obviously it's not a lot of money when you're not playing. I mean, you reached this milestone, keep going with it, but he just lost his passion with it. So, maybe one day he'll find his way back to it, maybe he won't, I don't know, but you don't need equipment, you could be like a lot of cats, play it on the PlayStation 4 and record it. That's what I did for a while, and that's what he does. That's what
1: I do. Whenever I stream, I have the PlayStation, it's connected to my Twitch. I start the live stream, and I've got it, and the PlayStation It's set up to where you can, you know, here's all the audio, so including your friends and the people you're playing with. And I mean, it's simple. And I and I and I, bring, I pull up my computer on the side, and I'll uh, I'll monitor it from there, and I'll monitor the stream. I'll try and type back comments or reply via voice chat in the game to the people. Um, I have people who are welcome to join me whenever I play, and, and it's all about my 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 whole. Segue for streaming is um, this is laughter, making making people laugh. If at the end of the day, my my day of hard work, I came home and would relax and play Warzone, that's how I relaxed. And if at the end of the day, I made some just one person laugh, it was worth it. Whether it's laughing at together how bad I am, or or at you know a kill or or anything, you know making one person laugh or even inspiring one person, it all becomes worth it right and you got to make sure
0: that this is something you want because it's takes it's time consuming, takes a lot of effort to put into this because there's a lot of big names out there it's very oversaturated but if you can find something that's makes you stick out differently to than the other cats then that's how you get it like how to get my attention is you don't even have to be good at the game as long as you and I like as long as you're funny or you can keep my attention, that's all that matters. Like, you gotta be funny, crack jokes or whatever. That's how I stick around, you know? If you don't really speak to your uh, followers, you don't say anything, you don't do anything, then what's the point of being a streamer in the first place? But, I like it where I can, you know, hear you see the game, and hear your friends, and y'all joking around. That's my favorite type of streams.
1: And that's the dynamic for me is, like, you know... That laughter and that, that that built friendship is it's what's important. And, and I think that's what makes the best stream in my personal opinion. It does. Not that you're the you're the top OG, look at this best snipe, all these all these clickbaits of oh, look at this best sniper best snipe in Warzone or all this stuff and it, for me it's about the laughter and the enjoyment of everything. Right, it just
0: makes everything a whole lot better having people to talk with and everything and it just it's pretty good. So, yeah, if it's a dream of yours, then just do it. You don't really need anything top-notch. Just do it. The way I started, and it sounded good, is I just took a blue Yeti, I plugged into the front of the PlayStation, I sat back, recorded the screen, and the audio was crystal clear right over top of it, and you can just do that. Start off like that. You don't have to use no Astro 810s. You ain't got to use no headsets. The microphone's the best thing, and then you could just plug, you know, the head... The headphones into the speaker, and then you can hear the game, and you can hear yourself talking. And when you go back and play it, it sounds crystal clear. You can hear the gameplay of the game, and you can hear yourself speaking. But that's all I'm going to talk about on streaming, but just do it. Just do it. Just do it. the Maggie slogan. Just do it. Just do it. My buddy Brent did it. Just do it. Yep. He did it. My buddy Brandon did it. Brent did it for a little bit, but it all came from an end to them. But if that's – Excuse me, something you're passionate about, then just do it. So we're going to go ahead and jump on to the next topic, and that is talking about Disney and Universal. Oh
1: my, what a big topic you have there. Yes, it is. It's, it's hard just to even touch the head yeah. of that. Right. And so, That's what she's Disney
0: saying. is one of the biggest corporations out there ever. Next to Google. Next to Google, yeah.
1: <laughs> next to Google. Disney is a, uh, a monster in its own. Disney is what they call a family pleaser. And it's the biggest one out there, too. It doesn't just get your mom. It gets your dad. And and the kids. Um, it finds that spot, and it just... It gives them a happy gathering. Uh, sometimes it's from a mouse. Sometimes it's from Pluto. Um, as we say these things, we realize they're really not appropriate to be said in that way. And we apologize. That being said... Disney World is nicknamed the happiest place on earth for a reason.
0: And there's just so much Disney. like that He's got Disney magnets on the refrigerator right now. <laughs> he's got a Disney, what it look like a license plate on your refrigerator? he you got a Digny. Digny down?
1: Digny down. <laughs>
0: I mean, there's cruise wow. ships, there's merchandise, there's Disney World, Disneyland. Disney
1: shops, which they've actually Disney started shops. shutting down the Disney shops because of... Uh, Lack of being able to buy stuff because of the coronavirus. Um, but there is going to be where they're updating it now to where there's going to be shop Disney stores located inside your local Targets.
0: Hmm, didn't know
1: that. Um, and it will no longer be just the Disney stores. They're going to be uh, Disney Express stores inside your Targets. Every Target's supposed to get one. Wow. Um, so, I mean, there's new things. You know, they've always got Shop Disney online. And, guys, uh, I can tell you this is. Uh, Nick here can tell you this too. My, 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 my family's a bit, a big advocate of, uh, Disney. We love it. My mom thrives on Disney. I mean, our whole Halloween theme is a Disney theme. She doesn't do this big scary stuff anymore. I still like the scary stuff, but don't get me wrong. I love Disney Halloween. I mean, there's nothing better than going to a, a Disney World Halloween party. Um, I know my, 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 uh, co-mate over here has not been to one yet, but, uh, I had the pleasure of going to one. And for the first four hours before the party started, for four hours, I was the first person in line. I literally started the line for Jack and Sally. There was no, we knew it was going to be here, but they didn't know exactly where. But I was the first person uh, to meet Jack and Sally at the Halloween party. Oh, no, no. I lied. That's the Christmas party. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Um, the Halloween party, I did meet Jack um, and Sally, though. And that was really, really cool. Now, at the Christmas party, I did start the um, the line to meet Santa Jack. And that was a really, really cool experience. Because they teach him how to talk very as close as they can to Jack Skellington. Um, and I actually made a really good friend. Ironically not, I, I didn't get her number or anything. But she lives like an hour away from me um, there. And we sat there. She sat there for like, I think she came in about an hour after I was there and um and we sat there for 3 hours and talked and it was great. I mean Disney Disney not only brings memories but it brings new friends and it brings amazing things and my coworker is staring off into space wondering about what it would be like if if, if if Donald Duck asked Goofy for a marriage loan. I don't know all about that, <laughs> but I
0: do know about the Donald Duck orange juice that I did to pack in the trucks back when I was working at the job
1: I was working at. I didn't know Donna was very specific working Donald, at the job I was working at. Yeah, they don't need to know all that. At the previous job I was employed at, I unpacked Donald orange juice. Duck. Donald Duck,
0: apple juice, and orange juice. I do remember that, but um, yeah, Disney is just a big, big corporation. It's just something that everybody loves. You know, you got the Disney Channel that's blowing up a lot of stars and. You know, some people might not take credit. I mean, Disney's also known for those stars to turn into what they are today. But that's not Disney's fault that people like Jake Paul and all these other people have fallen off the wagon. You know, that's just not our fault. Or their fault, actually. I don't know why I said our fault. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, my favorite, like he said, I never got to experience that. My favorite... So far, because it's the only one I've been to. But my favorite ride is the Haunted Mansion ride. But that's only because I've been to Disney uh, Magic Kingdom. I haven't been to Animal Kingdom. I haven't been to all the other ones. You went to Disneyland too, didn't you? Yeah, but I was like a super young kid, so I can't remember much of that. True. I do remember being on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and the water got into us, into the boat, and got us soaked. I do remember a Lego man that they put a sound effect in it, and Mm -hmm. made it sound like he was sleeping. It was snoring. I remember going to Minnie's house. We waited so long for that, and I everything was hard. House. Why is everything so hard? Like plastic. <laughs> and it you was.
1: Know. That's what she said. Um, it was. <laughs> it right. was a. Uh, All right, Woody. When I Ooh, Buzz. <laughs> so so many adult and 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 Disney and Pixar stuff. Um, but I mean, I remember going there as a kid when I lived in Florida. We would go, and I uh, went with my brother, and we had, you know, there's a picture, one of my favorite pictures of us um, wearing stitch hats. Um, but we went, that was back when they had certain, a uh, certain stitch ride, and that was back when you could go into Mickey's house. And that was just one of the coolest things. Um, but probably cue back to the best moment uh, as a kid for me was going to Disney World with my mom, just me and her for the day, to Animal Kingdom for my eighth birthday uh and they had no idea it was my birthday i mean there was a pen i wore a pen but they didn't know Uh, i don't know if i had it on before then or what but they didn't know when they asked me that it was my birthday but i got asked to lead the uh parade in animal kingdom and i got a special happy birthday hat and i got uh you know to lead the parade with everybody coming out and they gave me a little safari vest and a hat and and I got to lead it, and they gave me a camera where I could take pictures, and, and it was it was just something that was really special and really cool that, you know, can never be recreated, and never be done again because Disney is not the same as it was back in two thousand and eight. It's changed so vastly, and it keeps the changing and improving. But I mean, it was such a great experience that you know I'll always remember that. I'll, me and my mom will always have together. What do you think about the new Star
0: Wars theme that they came out with?
1: Uh, I have not yet been, but my folks have, and they love it. You can build your own droid. Um, they can build lightsabers. Um, pick can your own you take them it? Can yeah. you take the lightsabers yep. with
0: you? How much do they cost? Like a hundred dollars?
1: I do not know, but we can find out. Um, I know that you can like create the own crystal and whatnot for it, um, and there's make your own droids, and, and and there's a bunch of cool stuff now. I, I feel know. like we would be at Disney more if we lived in Florida. If I had more money, guys, I would totally do it. Um, Amen to that. I think that at Disney World, um, inside the workshop, it, it, it's pulling up is about 220 bucks for a light But I mean, it's like you pick out your own crystal, you build it, like every part, you build it and put it together yourself. So, so that's not really not that bad. No, for for what you're getting, it's not.
0: No, it's not because, like like you said, you're starting and you're making it exactly like you want it to be made. Yeah, you
1: pick the handles, everything, different components of it, and it's, uh, I mean, I can even pull it up real quick. Um, the, the process of building the lightsaber, it's supposed to be like one of the really cool things to do, and if you have the money to do it, it's suggested that you do it, because I mean, you, you this is really thing that happens, um, and you get to do. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: I think that um, building it from the thing up, I think mine would have been red. I would have, like, the coolest handle I could have. All well, these pictures are cool. Um, Sorry, he's letting his dog in. She's wanting in and out, in and out, in and out, you know. So forgive us if you hear all those noise in the background. But as far as the lightsaber goes, like, I mean, you're building it from the ground up. $225 is not really that bad at all. I mean, adding all that customization, but I would never use it though. I'd probably keep it as a collection. Well, I mean,
1: they they have some that do it, but um, they you pay when you arrive. It comes with a carrying case. Um, you can buy additional parts. They're non-refundable and eligible for annual pass holders that or, disc, or other discounts. Um, but it's called savvy. I think I think is how you pronounce it. Workshop at Disney World. Um. And it, it allows you choosing your lightsaber options. I mean, there's peace and justice, power and control, elemental nature, uh, protection and defense. And it's got all these different types and parts that go to it that you can that you can build with it. And you can mix and match them. Um, peace and justice is salvage scraps from fallen Jedi temples and crashed starships in the Republic era designs honor the galaxy's former guardians power control originally forged by dark side warriors this style rumored remnants from the sith homeworld and abandoned temples then you've got the elemental nature which this theme embodies the force it's an energy created by all living things including uh rylark trees cart uh Cartusian, whale bones and rancor trees and then you've got protection and defense the hilt material bear materials bear mysterious modfits, uh, modifications or motifs, and inscriptions that reconnect users with the ancient wellspring of the Force. Um, you begin with choosing the heart of your lightsaber, which is called the kyber crystal. Um, this crystal determines the color of your blade. The available colors are red, blue, green, and violet. You can purchase additional kyber crystal colors at Doke Onders Den of Antiques next door. After selecting the crystal, you uh, you begin to build your hilt. The box... Um, Based off the theme you have, the box uh, of parts includes one help, four sleeves, two emitters, two pommel caps, two sets of activation plates and switches. You pick one set, and you pick two of the four sleeves, one of the emitter, and one of the pommel caps. Uh, And then you can begin to assemble, and you can actually use them. But I mean, it it comes with a... It's literally a tray. It's got all the different things based on the two options that you pick. And you pick it up, and you put the pieces together. And it's like a heavy-duty thing. I mean... uh. When all of them have built been when all the hilts been put together, you uh, step back uh, and walk around and insert each of the hilts into separate stabilization chambers. inside the chamber, the hilt is forged to its blade. Um, the lights dim, the room turns green, and Master Yoda talks to you, announcing that it's time to forge the bomb between the lightsaber and the builder. Um, it reminds everyone that you can change the galaxy. It only takes a spark. Um, you can take your lightsaber home. Um, if you're flying there, it's going to be a little bit harder um, than if you're driving. Um, but if you're driving, you can
0: put it in your car. It's easier. But flying, it's going to be a lot yes, harder. Yes, but the
1: TSA has made an announcement that savers are totally safe and permittable for air travel in either your checked or carry-on luggage. A TSA may ask you to remove the lightsaber from of sheets for additional screening, Um, but it doesn't always happen, and it can head through the screening area just like any other carry-on luggage. Um, Southwest, for example, your lightsaber counts as one of your carry-on items. Be sure to check with your airline to see what their policy is before you guys travel with it. That's who I use, uh, Southwest. Yeah, that's who I tend to use, too, if if I'm flying anywhere. But, I mean, guys, there's so much stuff at Disney World, I mean... I'm a big name for Christmas fan. I've been collecting stuff for years. Um, it, it's just it's an amazing place with so many different things for everybody. Right, I don't care what age you're at; it doesn't matter. Every
0: age, there's something for you to do, and that's what's great about Disney. You can sit there and be like, "Oh, it's for little kids." <laughs> No, like he said, his parents go. His parents are what in their forties, mm-hmm. so like, come on now. Even my parents have a good time. My daddy's always put that. Oh, nothing's fun in life. Bull crap. Did you know? But then he goes to Disney. He's like, oh, kidney yeah. candy store. Exactly. Everybody's like that.
1: You're you're never you're never uh, you're never too old to go to Disney, guys. And
0: if you go to Disney, and there's not a single thing, whether you go to Disney World, Disneyland, on a Disney cruise ship anything that's Disney, and you're not happy at all, then your life is just miserable.
1: I mean, for real, guys. I mean, Disney literally owns, like, Star Wars, all this stuff. It's Now, Now, let's get into a couple of facts. Uh, I've got pulled up 35 uh, Disney World tricks that only insiders know. Um, it's just, like, little facts and stuff, but it, it's something neat, you know. Uh, number one is Walt Disney World employs more people than every other Disney park combined, and that's a lot because you got Disneyland, Disney, uh, Disneyland, Tokyo, uh Shanghai. There's so many locations. Um oh, and here it tells you, uh if you added up the number of employees at every other Disney property worldwide, including the resort in California, Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Shanghai, you'd still fall around five thousand people short of the seventy thousand who work at the Walt Disney World in Florida. I hate to be the person that does the payroll. All right. Number two is that no structure at Disney World stands taller than 200 feet. That's impressive if you think about it. Because there's a lot of tall things on there. Exactly. And you would think that it would stand a lot taller than 200 feet. The Tower of Terror at Disney Hollywood Studio, Expedition Everest at Disney each stand exactly 199 feet tall. That's no coincidence either. Building taller than 200 feet are required to flash aviation lights. And, of course, that would ruin some of the magic. So they've got design thoughts and, and, and as for a reason they, they really truly think about you that makes sense uh number three is admission used to cost the same price as a bottle of water does today <clears throat> when disney magic kingdom first opened in october of 1971 admission set guests back just three dollars and fifty cents <coughs> that was the entry price three dollars and fifty cents mm-hmm. it's 83 bucks now just the, but that's just the price of the bottle. But you got to think of how things were back then and how thing how much things are different now. Well, there's a lot more now than there was back then. Exactly. Now adjusted for inflation, that's about twenty one. Unfortunately, prices have skyrocketed in a one day pass now costs one o nine.
0: Yeah, but then I think about
1: it, I'm like one o nine is expensive, but then there's just so much to see. Exactly. So. even for one day to go up there, but if you get the annual pass holder thing, it, it, it it's worth it. How much does that set you back? Uh, let's double check. I can't remember the exact total. So the annual pass is
0: just all year, right? Yep. I would have not have got that at 2020. <laughs> I would <have> not. <laughs> if you got an annual pass at 2020, I hope you got your refund. Especially when Disney was closed for that short period of time. They even got a TikTok in there verified
1: called Disney Parks, and I follow it. Yeah, man. Disney's, Disney's everywhere, man. It's, you can't hide from it. So they have annual pass options. Now, my, my, my folks are pass holders. Really? Mm-hmm. That's where nice. all those pass holder stick magnets come from. Must be nice. Okay, so you've got different ones, and things have changed. But uh, just so you guys know, and I think all the way through October of next year... We are currently in the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, guys. There's a lot of cool things happening at Disney. There's things that, you know, have never happened before. They're celebrating 50 years. That's a long time in business. And they've been putting people's dreams together for longer than that. And it's just, if you guys have an opportunity to go to Disney during the 50th anniversary, do it. I so badly want to, and I I, I unfortunately know that I will not have the money to do it it would not be financially fit most likely for me. If I could, though, I would. if I win the lottery before the end of this year, I'm going to Disney World. I promise you that. If I win $10,000, I'm spending $8,000 on Disney World. I can promise you that. 50th anniversary, and it sucks that I'm going to be missing it. It's all the way through October of next year. Oh, okay. Then that's because fine. if you think, what did we just read? It was October 19. 19- 1960. Oh, so the 50th anniversary runs until October next year. And from this October to October of next year. I'll probably be able to go the one, by then. It's the 50th anniversary. I'll probably be able to go by then. Guys, if I win the lottery, I'm going. If I somehow I get enough money to do everything else I need to do in my life and go, I'm going because I want to go for the 50th anniversary. There's things they're not going to be able to. They're not going to do again. It's it's 50th anniversary is a once in a lifetime thing, and then you got to wait till the hundredth anniversary. And that's... You might not even live to The be. 50th anniversary is a special anniversary, guys. And
0: you might not even live to see the 100s. You better shut your mouth. Not you. I'm just talking about in general. People.
1: I will live. I hope so. I am only 21. I will live another 50 years. I will go to Disney World at 71. Don't think I won't. And then you'll die at 71? I'll die at Disney World. That would be dope. <laughs> not Really? Disney, uh, so one of them is called the Disney and Credit Pass. It's a mission to one or more Walt Disney World Resort theme parks during the year with an advanced res- reservation. This pass can hold up to five reservations at a time on a rolling basis. Uh, no blockout dates apply. Standard theme park parking. Save on select dining and up 20% off select merchandise to store. So that's admission to one or more Walt Disney World resort theme parks during the year with an advanced reservation so say you're going to uh going to all the parks as long as you have your reservation for your trip you're fine right and that and that comes in um ages three and up at 1299 so it's going to run you about 1300 for the past but now that's not including all the stuff that you want to spend money on while you're there that's including you know the admission and everything um but it gives you select select things it also can hold up to five reservations at a time on a rolling basis um so you may ask is that worth it it depends on how close you are and how often you're able to go but go if you can oh my goodness definitely go um uh, that's, that's the only pass, guys, but that's something that's really cool. Uh, another thing that's really cool is, so Disney World has a lot of secret underground tunnels. One of the things they have is a secret underground trash system. To remove trash from the park, the Magic Kingdom uses an automated vacuum collection system that functions the park's vast underground utilitors or underground
0: tunnels. So does nobody clean the trash? The trash is just the hole that goes to the ground and they drop
1: it. Mm. Wouldn't that be dope? The, so the system uh, custodians remove trash and dump it into a special processor. From there, it's brought underground and pushed along 60 miles per hour to a central location where it is processed, compressed, and transferred to a landfill or recycling center.
0: It'd be cool if like they made the trash cans like a hole that goes all the way down through the ground, and then it comes and drops in, and then the employees could be underground collecting the trash and taking it, so that
1: nobody has to ever go to the trash can and clean the bags out. Well, I mean, that would be up. cool, but you kind of have to. If you think about it, though, if they just put the trash in the cart and then bring it to that thing, all they got to do from there is just put it into the vacuum. That'd be easier. So, there's another one, actually, that I was telling you guys about just a second ago. There's actually a whole other world of tunnels below the guest feet. In addition to the AVAC systems, um, not HVAC, AVAC for the trash, uh, Disney tunnels are also home to Mammoth Network of Underground Tunnels that help cast members navigate the park. If you ever wonder how the cast members will pop out at random spots so easy, they have secret tunnels and that are hidden behind certain things that have exits and entrances too that help them travel faster. Uh, They're color-coded so cast members can easily know where they are. They take a wrong turn, it's fine, as most of them go around on a golf cart like battery-operated vehicles, um, though an ambulance can drive through there. Guests on the Keys to the Kingdom tour are the only ones permitted in the tunnels. So if you guys do have a Keys to the Kingdom tour pass or whatever that is. I have never done it. Uh, it sounds freaking awesome. I would suggest doing it because I've heard it's amazing. Um, the Disney World Railroad uses a train from the 1910s. I don't know why they say the 1910s. It's just the 1910. Um, because 10 was just, 1910 was just one year. It's not like the 1920s. There's 1952. 1910, 1911, 1912. It doesn't really work the same way. Right. Um, it's also worth noting that its functional steam power train carries 1.5 million passengers each year. The four trains were originally built between 1916 and 1928 and arrested, restored to run in tip-top shape. Uh, number seven, Epcot was originally intended to be a model community. Um, I've never been to Epcot, but I'd like to, do. Oh, I've been to all of them. They're all great. Epcot's my least favorite because I couldn't drink when I went. Now that I can drink, that's probably going to be one of my favorites. <laughs> um, a, you know, experimental prototype of the community of tomorrow. The seemingly dystopian plan was select uh, 20,000 20, people to live in the city, which would have shopping areas, residential properties, theaters, and restaurants, and most questionably, a climate-controlled setting. After Disney died, the project was deemed unrealistic, and it was scrapped. Oof. I heard
0: somebody stole, like, a Disney
1: animatronic one time and they never found it
0: they think that disney took it but a lot of people think that uh they stole it because it was left behind and it was like a heavy 400 pound animatronic and then some day it went missing and then it was all over the news or something i've never heard about it i forgot
1: it was called buddy or something let me see i don't know here's another interesting fact though the american flags at disney world are fake why because real American flags must follow the national flag code, such so as flying at half mast during the times of mourning, the ones at Disney were purposely made to be missing a stripe or a star. It means the park doesn't have to worry about the flag etiquette because its flags are technically pendants. Disney
0: animatronics for sale? What? That's not real. That cannot be. That cannot be
1: real. Uh, people they, who make them. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Not actual Disney.
0: I was say.
1: There's a reason why rainwater never falls off Epcot's spaceship Earth. Um, It was designed so that when it rains, no water ever pours off the 16 million ton sphere. Instead, the water travels through a passage in the ball and is funneled into the park's World Showcase Lagoon. How's that for recycling? Crazy. Disney World has one of the tallest and most powerful fountains in the world.
0: His name is Buzzy. Buzzy the animatronic, I guess, stole one. Was infamously accused of stealing clothing off the buzzy animatronic at Epcot really being charged with Grand Theft and Draglet's stolen it. Also, he stole some at the
1: closed Haunted Mansion the all, costume. Closed the, the, st- the clothing off of him, not the actual animatronic, though.
0: Then where did the animatronic go? Because it disappeared. Like, the animatronic's not there, neither. I don't know if, Because
1: uh... that was, like, really, really beginning of Disney. The fountain at Epcot in a, in, a, in a Inventions Plaza can shoot water 150 feet in the air. Keep in mind, that's the tallest fountain in the world located in, uh... Moose in South Korea shoots just 30 feet higher. Uh, and the Inventions Fountain released all its shooters at once. It would emit 2,000 gallons of water. Wow. Did you know that Cinderella's castle can withstand pretty much anything Mother Nature throws at it? Looks like we're going to go hide there. Um, the castle is more like a fortress. Although the exterior appears to be made of stone. See, Buzzy's gone. <clears> hmm. <throat>
0: I don't know if Disney came and got them, or if they have them, but they haven't said nothing about them having it. They never came out to the press and said they had Buzz.
1: old though. That's real old. Really? Yeah, because that's not a new thing. Oh. There's no. Uh...
0: You wouldn't be able to do that now though.
1: No, God no. They would throw
0: your butt out quicker than you could even step. If you even tried to take stuff off of animatronics,
1: even if the area is closed, yeah, you'd be screwed. Cinderella Castle is made out of fiberglass. To withstand hurricanes and winds up to 125 miles an hour. I'm hiding in there. Yeah. You're never you're never more than a few steps away from a trash can. Uh, Sure about that? Yeah. To keep guests happy, the park's clean. You need space. Was, what if I throw them the trash can and walk designed away? Designed so that visitors are never more than 30 steps away from a trash can. So that means I could shoot hoops all day. You'd probably miss, but yeah. You can shoot hoops all day.
0: I should, well, I gotta go clean it up. <laughs> I'm not doing, like, trash that is going to make a mess, like, hot dog with ketchup and mustard. Like, if I'm going to take a piece of paper balled up like a like we did in school and throw it.
1: you just going to have a backpack full of paper balls. I don't know if they'll allow me to get into the park with that. Well, I don't see why not. It I would don't. take decades to stay in all the guest rooms at Disney World. Bullcrap. M- really? Because it says that... Uh... It would take 68 years to stay in each of the 30,000 rooms at all of Disney World Hotels and Resorts. Oh, so i got to stay at a
0: room each night? That's understandable. 68 like, what if years, I, bro. 68 years. What if I do only a couple minutes per room? No.
1: No. Nice try. That would actually not be as long. Even at the rate of one guest room per night, it would take 68 years to stay in each of the 30,000 rooms at all of the Disney World Hotels and Resorts. Let's put it to
0: test. That's just the Disney World. Let's put it to test.
1: Oh, no. I ain't got that kind of money. Mr. Beast,
0: what you got, bro? Mr. Beast, come
1: sponsor us. We'll go to Disney World. And we'll, 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 we'll do it
0: all together. Woo woo. Imagine renting out Disney World for a day. No, that's impossible. No, I've already so. thought about that.
1: Mickey Mouse has more outfits than even uh, than even your most fashion-forward friend.
0: But if you had Elon Musk money, you'd probably be able to. It would probably cost you a couple
1: billion. Yeah. Speaking of uh, billion, let's go down to a million. An estimated 1.65 million sunglasses have been lost at Disney World since it opened. Wow. Right? Talk about a lot.
0: Keep your sunglasses out. Well, I don't know there's sun out there. Keep your sunglasses door. attached to your head. Please. That's oh. why they have those things that connect in the back and when you drop them on your neck. Yep. And if you got a locker, please put it in my locker.
1: Um, Disney World visitors drink a lot of soda.
0: I can't drink soda.
1: Guests purchased more than 75 million Coca-Cola beverages. That should compare to 13 million bottles of water. Hydration is key, people. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, that proves to you that Pepsi is ass. Nobody likes Pepsi. Coca-Cola is the winner. Suck it, losers. You can take a private tour of the animal kingdom at night. Pepsi
0: Winners, Coca-Cola is by soldiers.
1: Yes. And, and there. therefore, to honor that soldier, everybody should drink Coca-Cola instead of dealing with Pepsi, which is the nastiest a, substance in the Nazi. whole soda world. He was a Nazi. Yeah, the person who created Pepsi was a Nazi. <laughs> That's a very well known fact. Thank you, Nicholas.
0: Mm-mm. Hey, they, they la. Pepsi's a North Carolina company.
1: Yeah, and you know where the Nazis are located from?
0: Germany. North Carolina.
1: I feel like this is kind of that ASMR stuff where you speak to the mic and you crinkle certain things like this. I don't know what the whole point of that is, but if I'm turning you on, call my other number, okay? I don't know why they do all that. I'll tell you what though. The foam on this microphone ball, it smells amazing. Almost like it was shoved up a girl's toilet. La,
0: la, la. Oh, la, 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 I don't think I want to stay in that many rooms.
1: <laughs> Doing a bunch of twa-la-la in those rooms. Did you know that you can exempt, uh, ditch the expensive resorts and pitch a tent instead? Sounds good. Let's get a tent. Uh, Magic Kingdom Park is bigger than Disneyland as a whole. <whistles> Disney's Magic Kingdom spans over 142 acres, where Disneyland covers just 85. Uh, Disney World as a whole is some twenty five thousand six hundred acres, Disney. or the size of two Manhattan Islands. God, because that's how we measure shit in America by other shit. That's a lot of money. I can't even
0: imagine the light bill, the merchandise, the rooms. The Anybody cleaning, the trash. who has entered
1: Disney World knows this. You know how there's that Walt Disney World where dreams come true sign that you go under before you can enter the park. Exactly. Did you know it's because Disney World is, is is actually its own city? Didn't know that. Yeah, you might have thought Disney World was located in the city of Orlando, but it's actually part of the re of the Reedy Creek uh, Improvement Im- Improvement District, a special taxing district that acts the same authority and responsibility as a county government. Disney helped organize the district himself so he could leverage more control over the area surrounding his theme parks. Technically. Reedy Creek is compromised of two cities of its own, the city of Bay Lake and the city of Lake Buena Vista. The district has its own contracts for fire, law, and traffic protection, and boats just a few dozen full-time residents, all of whom work for Disney.
0: Whoever the CEO of Disney is, I feel sorry for you. Actually, at the same time, you're blessed, but it's also a curse because you have to manage all that stuff. I hope you're not managing all that by yourself.
1: Did you know that the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom was built over an oil rig? Yeah. It's a man-made tree. was built over a retrofitted 14-story oil rig. The 145-foot creation is covered more than a thou- 100,000 leaves that are each more than a foot long. The tree's trunk is made of concrete, not wood. Wow. Uh, Disney World Resort is home to the largest sand bottom pool in the world. You can't buy gum at Disney World. Yeah.
0: They don't want it getting stuck anywhere. They don't want you to bring gum in the park either. No, it isn't bad. They had to bring their own. You can bring gum into the park. You just can't bring... You just can't buy it in the park. What if I, like, stick it on the ground? How much trouble do you think I
1: get in? They'd have to know that it was you. They probably got cameras everywhere. Let's just see this. If, uh, every auto- autograph book sold at Disney each year was stacked up on top of water. They'd stand 4,000 feet tall. Uh, real astronauts attended the opening of Space Mountain. Uh, 12% of Disney World is dedicated to greenery. There are strategically designed barriers for the animals on Kilimanjaro Safari. There are hundreds of real plants incorporated in the landscape of the Animal Kingdom's Pandora, the world of Avatar. I have been there; it is really cool. Really? Mm -hmm. Disney visitors eat a ton of food. Well, that was an obvious look at their food choices. Their food is amazing. I have never had something that was bad at Disney World. Neither have I. There's a T Rex replica at the Animal Kingdom. Um, It takes you 52 years to get through the amount of laundry Disney World does in a single day.
0: I hate to be those people that clean the clothes.
1: There aren't any bathrooms in Liberty Square. Why? The Disney Imagineers took the historical accuracy of the Magic Kingdom's Liberty Square seriously to maintain the essence of the colonial time period. Liberty Square was built without any restrooms. Magic Kingdom itself boasts 23, uh, 23 though. However, a sneaky loophole allowed for bathrooms to be installed at Columbia Harbor House in the Liberty Tree Tavern since they are technically not located in Liberty Square. Well, if you got to pee, you better get out of Liberty Square quick. And did you know this? You can get a free button when you visit the parks for a special occasion. Whether you're a first-time park visitor, it's your birthday, or you're celebrating another special event at Disney, you can get a commemorative celebration button if you put in the effort. All you have to do is stop by the guest services or at the front desk at any of the Walt Disney Resorts to pick one up. Expect extra special attention from cast members when you wear your button. I'm
0: going to get a button.
1: I have one. and I wear it every time I go. I'm just kidding. Uh, Disney World is one of the most well-trodden vacation spots of all time. Well, that was obvious, guys. That is your Disney Scoop by Sean and Nick. <laughs> um, now I think we wanted to uh, go on to, uh believe Nick wanted to talk a little bit about Universal. I think he was wanting to talk about this Harry Potter world that I've heard a lot about. I have not yet been to, but I believe he's been to it.
0: Yes, it's very amazing. Uh, it it was actually cool because we got a ride on a train, and it took us through the Harry Potter land. There was a ride that I rode on that no longer exists there. It's called the Dual Dragons, and one was red and one was blue. I rode both of them. They went different directions, and they did, like, things, but there sometimes where they would pass each other. I've been on that ride no longer exists. I like the Harry Potter ride where it's, like, it's 3D. Well, not 3D, but Is you it put the green glasses dots on. Bank? I didn't get to ride that one. That was three I've hours. I've heard that long. one was the best ride in Harry Potter World. That dragon's breath—you could actually feel the heat off I've of it. I've heard it constantly shoots out fire. Yeah, it's a timer though, but it takes.
1: A yeah, I've heard. It's, I've heard they've uh, they serve butterbeer, too, which I've had, but not from there. It's I've, the best. I've heard beer. the one there is actually really good, but the, all the all the copy ones aren't really good. No, but it, it really just—it's supposed to just taste like a cream soda. It's better than that. Oh, I, I'm sure yeah. it is. If you get it from
0: from there, actually, a guy asked me. He was like, "Go get butter beer," and I heard beer. And I was like, "I'm not old enough." But then we, I realized it. wasn't Man, I'm not drink. old
1: enough. Be like, "Quiet, you're in Harry Potter You're always old enough." Right.
0: Bloody hell! Harry, drink yourself one of these? Bloody hell, Harry! And look at you. The funny part is, I went on a single ride in the uh, the castle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you miss so much if you go on a single ride. Like literally, you just walk upstairs. The walls are plain. And then you finally get to the platform, and it's, like, moving, and they got, like, five seats connected together. And you have to get on the platform and walk to the seat real quick because the floor is moving and it's constantly going. So they have to make you sit down, and they hook you in real quick before you go. But if you go with, like, other people, and you go through the main part of the building, you get to see all the pictures, and it looks – and it feels, like, just like Hogwarts. But if you go as a single rider, you miss everything. Man. That's yeah, the cool. li- the line's shorter. But, if you want to actually see the whole building, go with other people so you can actually see, you know, everything. Because I've seen videos and I was like, I didn't see any of that. But that's because I was a single rider. My parents couldn't get on the ride because, no offense, but a little bit too big for it. Because they have seats outside every ride. And they they let people try it out before they go in the building and realize that they can't fit. Yeah. It's not a disrespectful thing. It's just to let you know. And so we did that. Save people time. Yeah, save people time and not make the lines longer than they need to be. And so that was pretty dope. I rode that. The bathrooms were pretty cool because when you go in the bathroom, you can hear hear moaning Myrtle in the bathroom. And I was like, be quiet. Leave me alone. You could actually see her like in one of the reflections or something. You could actually see her in the stall, which is pretty dope. She
1: was hot. Do you know that the actress who played her is actually like... Really hot? 36. Oh, because
0: in the show, she really didn't move. She didn't look that hot to me. No, but
1: her, her, her act the actress is actually very attractive.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Now Daniel Ratcliffe is ugly. <laughs>
1: that's so mean.
0: And he's not been relevant in a while. What are
1: you talking about? He's in like three shows.
0: Three shows I ain't never heard of.
1: Oh, you, there's a lot of shows you haven't heard of, Nick. Right. That's not saying too much.
0: I do live under a rock, though. But also, they got the E.T. ride. The E.T. ride was kind of boring. That's on the other side of the thing. That was kind of boring. I got to see SpongeBob and the SpongeBob Parade. Oh, that was so lit. That was so lit. The SpongeBob Parade was amazing, and it was just so much fun. There was a ride. It was called the Storm Ride, and it was the X-Men, you know, Storm from X-Men. I'm saying this now because it already happened a long time ago, but it's never going to happen again, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. So a kid threw up on the ride because we were actually were going to get on the ride next. Well, we realized as we were walking around there was no more seats, so we had to get back to the front of the line. So we went to the front of the line. The door closed. I was like, well, we'll wait for the next one. kid vomited on it, so they had to clean it, so they shut the ride down. They're like, oh... Well, you know, my name is Renee. you can go over to whatever ride the next ride you do and be like, hey, Renee from Storm sent us because, you know, the kid threw up on the ride and they would understand. Most people went to the Spider-Man ride, which is just like the Harry Potter Gringotts ride where you sit there and the roller coaster's inside and, you know, you have these glasses on and you're looking at the big screen and, you know, stuff like that. It's one of those moving ones, which we'll get back into Harry Potter in just a moment. But we walked around every ride, and because we didn't have fast pass, and we kept saying, "Renee from Storm sent us, and they would let us go in for free, so literally the rest of the day we got free rides, like we got into the fast pass line, and we would be like, "renee from Storm sent us and told them the kid threw up on the li- uh threw up on the ride, and that was like hours ago. We're still getting these rides for free, so that was a little bit of a funny story I wanted to share, but let's get back to Harry Potter. So, I didn't get to ride the Green Gringotts ride. It's looks just... the It's the bank, the Gringotts bank, and it has a dragon from the Harry Potter movie, the one that goes after Harry, sitting on top of the bank, and every couple minutes, it shoots out fire. You can hear it roar, and then... Well, I wouldn't say roar. Dragons don't roar. roar. Yeah, that was... You can hear it and then make the dragon noise, this whatever dragon's noises are. And the flame comes right out of its mouth. Like, it's just, and you can feel the heat off of it. And it's way up in the sky. Like, it's nowhere close to the ground. I couldn't even imagine how hot it is if I'm sitting beside the dragon's mouth. If mm. I could feel it all the way down here, I can't even take a football and throw it at its face. Well, I ain't saying much, but um, <laughs> we went into one of the Harry Potter things and... Ooh. And none of the kids wanted to be Harry Potter, you know, when he goes gets the wand. They didn't want to be the chosen one. Yeah, they didn't want to be the chosen one, so I said, Mom's like, screw it, go up there. So I go up there, I do it just like the movies, my mom videotapes it, they have the light come down on me, like on the third one, and they find me a wand that is actually from not from the movie at all.
1: Yeah.
0: It's an original. And I'm like, oh, cool, I get to keep this, like, I got chosen for this wand, I get to keep it. As we're leaving, they're like... Yeah, that's gonna be hundred bucks. I'm like, and it's you know, and I was like, you know what? If we're gonna pay hundred bucks, we're gonna make it active, so you can go around the area because you could buy ones that are
1: non-active and ones uh, that are interactive.
0: Yeah, interactive. So we got the interactive one. So I could take it back though and continue. That's a good thing. They said you can bring it back whenever and go around the thing. You can come back two years from now and go around the park and do it. Good.
1: I'll come around two years and then later then my, and
0: play with your wand. All right, sounds good. I got Voldemort's wand. Megan's got Harry Potter, or I think my mom's got Sirius Black, and my dad he's got Bellatrix Lestrange's
1: wand. Bellatrix's got a wand. That's weird. <laughs> you silly goose. <laughs> you
0: silly goof. But oh boy. yeah, I got an incredible Holt ride that was cool. Universal's cool. Like if you want to go see some hot babes and stuff, like Disney World. No. Nah. It's bro. creepier doing it at no Disney No, it World. isn't. I'm not going to go hit all, A lot of them are taken, though. You know, The hot babes... What you know, do you
1: mean? Just Oh, the ones at Disney World are taken, but the ones who go to Universal, they're just fucking losers, so they're they're single.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, nobody's going to act slutty at Disney. Yeah, they do! <laughs>
1: really? They do, bro, bro, they do! Oh, so you're telling... You know how many... But how creepy You know how much cake you see at Disney? Oh, uh, no, because I haven't oh, been in a while. Oh, a lot? Enough to cup your hand... And keep you warm for 30 centuries? I thought, you know, because Universal's
0: more pushed towards adults as well. No, that Disney don't Disney's family-friendly. Now, I
1: will say that I've seen a clip going around on uh, on TikTok of Universal where the the girl's talking to the Transformer and talking about daddy issues and said, did you just call me daddy? <laughs> I Megatron. like these issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are cool. I've taken a picture of Megatron. We got that. And... Uh, Optimus Prime goes out there, yo, we got on the, we got on the transformer ride, and what ended up happening is, it stopped in the middle of the ride, I was like, uh oh, no, and then the rest of the time, we had no audio, there was no audio the rest of the time, and so Megatron's talking, while he grabs the front of the car, he's talking, you can't hear what he's saying, I'm like, really, and then like, water splashes on us from like, where he spit on us or whatever, it was weird. But then the ride kept going, and I think the cool part is the, there was one that has, like, a blower, and it sucks you into its mouth, and you're like, all you can see is the teeth as you go inside the transport. It was so dope. One of the coolest rides. Me and my uh, cousin went into it later on because I got a free ticket They'd go ride through it because of that. And so, what does that say?
1: This is the... Daddy! <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious Uh, And that was at Universal That is crazy, Universal is pretty good I like Universal, I like them both But I think we spent like One day at Disney and three days at Universal But yeah, so I haven't really been around Disney So I can't really say much But I like to just go back and just Strictly focus on Disney So There's nothing really Other, oh yeah I went to uh Doctor Seuss Land, that was pretty cool. I bought a thing one shirt and it was like thirty bucks. Don't tell nobody. It was actually twenty seven, but round up to thirty, but whatever. So that's pretty much all I want to talk about. Universal, it's worth going. I mean, we talked a lot about Disney, but go to Disney first and then go to Universal. Or go to Universal first and then Disney. Either way, they're both worth going to, God dang it. Universal's got that Halloween thing going on and so is Disney, so but if you're looking for a real scare, you're going to find a at Universal because, you know, Disney has that family-friendly policy and Universal doesn't have it as strict. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's what I recommend. So I recommend both of them. So, But Disney's a little bit better, no offense. But it is what it is. So what's our next topic that we got going on over here, Mr. Kennedy? I believe that would be the trades. All right, let's Before get into the trades. Before we
1: start that, though... Fat Gus is back.
0: Yeah, he's staring at a squirrel that's out of the window. It's literally sitting on his porch just eating.
1: Yeah, you fat Gus. Look at you, you weird, gnarly little lad. Look at you.
0: He knows more about the trades than I do, so I'm not really going to... Oh, that's a good photo. That is good. That doesn't look like you took that. That looks like you got that off Google Images. Okay, that one I can tell you took. (laughs) <laughs> so we're gonna get into trades in just a moment i'm gonna let him he's been tormenting my dogs
1: he stopped dealing with the squirrel my dog is getting, a, okay thank goodness she's going down the hallway i thought she's gonna freak out the squirrel um all right ladies and gentlemen this is a uh a thing that's near and dear to my heart uh, all right uh so yeah this is this is something that's close to my heart uh it is something that i do for a living i work in the trades uh before my cohort makes an inappropriate comment because not. he's just been off the chains today, um, always making inappropriate comments, even about Disney World. That was just disgusting. I can't believe he did that. Anyway, um, about the trades is uh, something something that I that I do for a living now, and I'm a, a commercial and industrial electrician at the moment. I've been doing it for three years. I love my job. I love what I do. I don't always love the company or the job site I'm on. That being said. Uh, It is something I'm passionate about, and it is something that I would always push onto people. Or not so much push, but uh, welcome them to it. If they have any questions, you guys are more than welcome to email me. Um, That is something that I do want to say is college is pushed real hard, and there's nothing wrong with college guys, but tradespeople are always needed. Um... I mean, there's a shortage every day of trade people, and it's something that is, uh, it's something that's always needed. So, like, there's electrical, which is what I do. There's uh, data. There's carpentry. There's plumbing. There's pipe fitting. There's welding. Um, there are so many different trades that you could do that bring in good money and are very respectful. Uh, you can work in going into trub, uh, substations. Um, I, I'm looking at a, a possibility of getting a substations. There's a line... Doing line work. Become a lineman. I have a bunch of friends... I have a couple of friends that are linemen and they make good money. And it's important work and the thing is, the trades is... is very important because without the trades, a lot of things that we have, we would not have. Um... Electricity, you know, there's always a there's always an ongoing joke. Who's the most important trade? And, You know, everybody's like, oh, it's electricians there because you know they're kings. They don't know how to pick up a broom. That all this, it's it's, it's all jokes. That's what the trades is. And I will say this: if you are not tough-skinned, you will be hard-pressed to make it in the trades. Um, you have to have tough skin in the trades because they will pick on anything they can find. And if 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 you let it get to you, and you can't throw it back at them, then you will not make it. I, I will tell you that uh, you have to be tough to be in the trades, um, and the money's
0: worth it too. Don't think just because you go to college. A lot of people think, "Oh, I'm gonna go to college and get this degree." Let me let me throw this one out here because this is the most common one I see. People are like, "I'm gonna go for criminal justice and psychology." You don't get shit from it. Excuse my language. I have not seen a single person that's gone to school for a psychology, criminal justice degree and got anything out of it. Nothing. It's completely a useless degree. Another one. If you're not going to be a marine biologist, for real, for real, stop going after it. There's three people I know, and one of them is my sister. No shade, but she's not even doing the job. You know? What makes you think that she'll be able to go out and find a job in a company that needs a marine biologist? It's not a very, like he said, with trades, they need people every day. Marine biology, they don't need people every single day, right? And my sister, she never put that to use. My mom's got degrees that she never put to use. You know what I'm saying? so my buddy... My other buddy, you know, he's dibbling, dabbling in that marine biology, but he goes to school for a little bit, and now he's not. The girl that I'm talking to was going to school, but now she's not. So I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm like, what do these people actually want to do? Like, be realistic with yourself because marine biology, there's some things you could do. A lot of those credits will not move over to biology or other fields. So if you're going to be a marine biology, go be a marine biologist. Don't go and get the freaking degree and then do nothing with it. But that's the problem with college. Same with being a doctor. You might be book smart and stuff, but if you don't have any experience, a lot of places want you to have experience, or they might not have any openings. I go get my freaking doctor's degree. I get all the degrees I need, everything to be a doctor. Guess what? I don't get hired because they don't need me. They might need me now because of COVID guarantee but you know there's a lot of college jobs and then you're in debt with trades you're not really in debt yeah you do have to pay some back but it's not going to be as much as going to a university that's what we're saying trades like he said he was in an apprenticeship he was getting paid while he was in the apprenticeship he was learning to do the job while getting paid college you're just going to class sitting there reading through books and doing tests and stuff like regular school And you might not even get that job. Like I said, with marine biology, I see a lot of people go for it, and they never do it. They never do the job. So not throwing any shade at anybody, but there's a lot of people that go to college and still do basic jobs. they would be like, oh, I got a degree in this. Then why are you working at Target? Why aren't you doing that degree? That degree makes more money than you working there, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the problem I have with college. It puts you in debt and gets you nowhere. No offense, there is some college degrees that you might go after that might help you, but be realistic with yourself. Find out what you're good at. Uh, People like, oh, you might want this, but you will never achieve it. Find something that you can actually do. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't achieve it just because you go to college. I'm not putting people that go to college down. I'm just saying if you're going to go to college and you're going to spend a lot of money and put yourself in debt, please, please get the job that you wanted. So you could pay all that back and you can still be happy. Cause there's a lot of people who go to college, don't get the job, and they're unhappy and they're in debt. So please, if you're gonna go to college and spend that lot of money, make sure you're guaranteed you're gonna get that job that you're going after. That's all I gotta say about college. But as far as the trade goes, like he's right, you know, I know guys that go into the trade that make good money. Don't think just because you go into a trade that you're not gonna make good money at all. I mean, you really are. There's people that make more than I do. You know, especially with everything going on now with COVID and all, jobs, pays are going up higher and everything else. Like, girl, I'm talking to her. Daddy's a what would you call a crane operator. operator, a trade job? Yeah. He makes thirty six dollars an hour. At there's another guy. Would you call the solar panel job a trade job? Uh,
1: as a foreman. So, solar solar panel technician. Would that, but he's a foreman for it. Would that be a trade job though? Yeah, That's solar solar industrial engineering is technically a trade job. You're an engineer. It's not so much trade as what I do is in uh, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, um, pipe fitting, welding. Um, there's so many different ones.
0: If you're an underwater welder, I congratulate you, you but you're crazy.
1: Yeah, that's why they make so much money. Uh, I mean, you've got industrial mechanics. Their is around fifty-five, four to thirteen a year. Um, you got a fiber optic salary, cable slash fiber optics tech. They make a lot of money. They make sixty-one to sixty-one thousand three hundred sixty-three a year, roughly. Because uh, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a specific thing. If you even go as far as aircraft mechanic, that's a trade. It's not necessarily the same trade you would think. Um, but I mean, you got power plant operators, nuclear technicians, electric linemen. Electric lineman pulls in around seventy-five eleven, uh, seventy-five eleven five, so seventy-five thousand one hundred fifteen hundred. Um, then you've got electrician, fifty-six thousand seven hundred sixty-three, plumber fifty-six thousand one hundred seventeen dollars, pipe fitters uh fifty-five one sixty-two, civil engineer tech is fifty three uh, eight eight seven. Heavy equipment mechanic is five five four five two. Um, I mean, there guys, there's there are so many trades out there, and trade people are always gonna be needed.
0: And you might find a trade that you like, and if that's not what you like, then go find another one. Unless if you're you know in a apprenticeship and you're kind of stuck, but still, there's so many options. Like you can be a mortician, you can be whatever you want.
1: Yeah, I mean it's, 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 it's there's so many things. Let's see. Um, you got HVAC. Like I said, plumber, landscape design, carpenter, right? Um, let's let's just look up a welder salary. My uncle wanted me to be a welder. It's a good job. It's a dangerous job though. A welder is uh, anywhere from thirty-four thousand to fifty-five thousand per year. That's a lot of money, guys. It's a dangerous job. You can get cancer. Uh, your knees can go out. There's a lot of things that could go terribly wrong. wrong. But then again, as an electrician, you can get killed by 120, 120 volts.
0: That's why I tell Sean, I said one wrong move and it could be all over for him. Same with a guy known Ryan. He's a lineman. When he's on those lines, one wrong move and he's, his life's over.
1: Yeah, and they've got to work on some of those things hot a lot of the time. Whereas I, in my field, they try and keep us from working on things hot unless we absolutely have to, and we do, we have to take the the OSHA, you know, standard safety precautions and then and then some. But I mean, dude, I've I've done so much, and I will always say if somebody wants to go for the trades, I will support them one hundred percent. Uh. I will always try and push them towards the electrical because I know that that's one of the best. But if they want to do welding, I support them. They want to do piping. Any trade they want to do. If they want to get in the trades, all, oh, I will support them. Anybody who has any questions, I will do anything I can to help you answer those questions. We will sit down and research together. Um, I'm sitting here looking into going to another company doing uh, distribution and substation work. Um, and that's slightly a different. It's, it's different than what I do now. But it's still in the trades, and it's just moving it up to a different part. Um, it's, but it's, it's a good thing. Exactly. It's. There's
0: always jobs that you're gonna need. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at trade jobs. I was just looking at Facebook. Somebody saying, "I it. I'm getting drunk tonight. Anybody wants to join me?" I was like, "What in the world?" I'm down. Let's go. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, you got construction, elevator. I mean, we always need an elevator and escalator installers and repairs. Because I literally went at the freaking Science Museum. They needed to fix that one. Radiation therapists, I heard that they make I, like 32 to $36 an yeah, hour. Yeah, and it depends on what kind of trade you're talking
1: about. Most most time when people say trade, they're talking about the construction field in terms of electrical, welders, new pipe fitters, all They got that. dental hygienists.
0: I heard you go to school for like two years for that.
1: Yes, um, if you're wanting, I'm not. I don't know anything about all those trades. When I when, when I'm talking about trades, I'm talking about the construction trades.
0: Heavy equipment operator. Yes. Insulation
1: um, installer, landscaper, painter, plumber, carpenter, carpet crane. Installer. Uh, crane operator. There's there's a bunch of them.
0: Crane operator. Yeah, I heard they make really good really good money. So, I wonder, did he have to go to? How long did you think he had to be in a trade for that?
1: Uh, depends on it depends sometimes you have to do apprenticeship sometimes you just get in there and learn from the beginning do they make
0: I don't know they they make good money they're saying 36 but that's what his daughter was saying adding it all up but I don't know if that's exactly what he makes hourly I'm not sure yeah. I'm not good it with varies. salary or yearly I'm not good at like adding that up
1: but it, it varies yeah it really does so but um that being said, we are coming to the end of this podcast. Um, and I told you guys I would release the email address for you if you guys want to ask any questions, um, or have any comments or ask us for any topics to speak about, go ahead and send us an email. Um, and that email is one, as in the number one, if it's not spelled out, one month at a time at gmail.com. Is it all together one month at a time? It's one, as in the number. The number
0: one, don't, it's not O-N-E, it's just the Mm -hmm. numeral letter one one month at a time. Month at
1: at a time. One month at a time at gmail.com. And uh, you can send any questions, uh, requests for topics, anything you want there. Concerns. Concerns. um, And I will say this, guys. If you have any snowflake tendencies and you want to send an email like that, we will be glad to respond on the podcast for you to show you exactly why you're wrong and why you can get the hell out. We're not going to stoop down to your
0: level and be immature about it, but we will address it in a mature, respectful
1: manner. Because here's the thing. Ultimately, it's your decision whether or not you listen to this podcast. Other people will be helpful and they'll, they'll want to. If you don't want to, guess what? I'll tell you what i tell anybody else. You don't have to. You might learn a thing or two. You might. But on that note, thank you for listening. And we hope you have a wonderful night. And this has been Nick. And this has been Sean. And together we are unstoppable. (laughs) Good night, Las Vegas!